Mike Chopin and McCrotwer, a special nod to those of you who were with us last year, because you may remember the saga and the debate over whether the football guys championship counts as the deep end. It was hotly debated. It was the Jim and Pam of the deep end show. It was the, every week you had to tune in and see what the latest uh, thought on that was. Well, I don't know uh, where we ended up, but we are into May, which means football guys, players, championships, draft are underway. Drafts are underway. And whether it's the deep end or not, it's probably the deep end if you're into like in, into it on the second day or the first day. And our man here, Adam Krautwurst, is going to draft live starting in two minutes here on the deep end. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Look at that swag. Oh, yeah. Deep end gear. It's coming. Deep end beer is coming. Coming to it's you. Out. It's out. It's out. T-shirts, hats, get your own before they sell out. That's what I should say, right? <laughs> that's, of course. That's that's what, what I'm worried about. Get them first so you can you can be the trendsetter. Exactly. If I don't, if I, if I don't buy them all first. You know what I mean? Yes. But all right, Adam, how are you feeling? So uh, May third. It's not. It's not May first. I, I admire your restraint. Yeah, that's, listen. I I'm like an addict. We had agreed. I want to apologize publicly. We had agreed that we wouldn't. That there would be no draft tonight, and that we would talk 2022 NFL draft. And I just, I just, you know, I go into the the FFPC. I'm scrolling around, and there's like three. It's red. The football guys yeah. for 8 p.m. is red. There's three Great spots idea. left. And I couldn't help myself, and I apologize. But, hey, hashtag content. So we're going to do a live football guys draft tonight. I'm going to do one. You're going to make fun of me for all my, all my picks. No, I'm sure and, I won't. And we're going we're, we're gonna to get into it. It starts in, uh, you know, seven seconds. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Me too. So there's a little bit of data. Is it worth – I mean, the data, Fantasy Mojo data on these drafts go back to Sunday only, but they're probably drawing from some of the best balls and – whatever else was available before that. So is it useful? Yeah. So we're, well, according to fantasy mojo, uh, we are 16 football guys drafts in right now. I'm sure those are mostly slow drafts that have, that have been going on. So we have data. I mean, 16 drafts is, isn't, it's, it's, it's not nothing. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so let me give a little people a little background about how I generally do drafts like this. And this, this is a tournament. And, and so this is my first one. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And how I generally will do a draft like this is I will, um, I'll have the draft room open. I'll have the um, draft sharks draft war room open, which is live synced to this draft. So it'll, it'll update my, it's basically like a, like an active cheat sheet that updates as we go. And it tells me, you know, uh, it takes players off of my cheat sheet, and then it tells me who the who the most valuable player is to be to be taken here. So I'll have that going as well, and then um, I have the Fantasy Mojo ADP rocking too on, on on the side. So that's how I would generally do, do these. Um, and I am on the clock now, and one of the top guys on my on my Draft Sharks War Room uh, is Travis Kelsey. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the trigger here. Interesting, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So I wasn't. Planning on doing Kelsey. So his ADP right now is, is four, four, five. Uh, that's five, actually. Uh, I'm not comfortable with a running back this early that's not McCaffrey or Taylor. Um, if I had the four pick 10 times, I would take a, probably like four Kelsey and 
four Chase and like two Jefferson or something like that. So um, I want to see how the draft kind of fall. I want to get that elite tight end out, out, out of the way. Now I don't got to well, worry well, about Go ahead, Mike. Sorry, Adam. I couldn't wait. I'm excited. So uh, yeah, that's a question that was there all year last year and maybe every year is like, what do you do about tight end? And it seemed through the, the best ball season, not that it's necessarily over, that there was a little bit less urgency in the room collectively to draft the tight end right up top and more at the same time, more willingness to do that middle group, you know, upper middle class, so to speak, of tight ends. Uh, does this pick reflect that you're thinking differently or just uh, more just independently you're picking Kelsey tonight? You know, there's obviously a lot of reasons to, to want to do that. Yeah, it definitely has something to do with it. Like, I don't, like, I look at the ADP and I see, like, Kittle in the third and I see Waller at the 2-3, and I don't love the idea of those guys right now. Uh, Pitts, you know, I love Pitts, but according to the ADP, he isn't going to be there for me in the second. So, um, and obviously – Andrews? Andrews. Andrew, yeah, I mean, Andrews is awesome. I would take Andrews anywhere in the, in the back half of the first round, so – um, so I, I wasn't sure Pitts was going to get there. And then, and then, you know, you keep pushing tight end, pushing tight end, and then you end up either in no man's land with those picks like you were talking about in the fifth, sixth, seventh, or punting it completely. So, um, I'm, I'm game with whatever I, I can do all those strategies, but I feel like right here at this spot, let's take Kelsey, let's get that out of the way. And maybe I can even get some type of stat going here. Did you like getting fourth or does it not matter? I loved fourth. I right now I kind of want fourth only be like I love um Cup and McCaffrey. Like I would have taken Cup or McCaffrey there and I or, or Jefferson or Chase. Like I love all those guys. So probably like between I love two, three, four, five. Uh, anything after that, like I don't, you know, if I get because if all those guys go, I'm not I don't feel really great about Eckler, you know, him getting banged up all, all the time. Najee, I, you know, he'd probably be a guy I would take in the back half. But even here, you look, DeAndre Swift went, like, he goes all the way down in the mid-second, you know. Um, so there's got people, if you need to take a running back, you're generally, I don't want to say reaching, but there's just a cluster of, like, six or seven running backs there that people have, have been taking. That's right. I think so, too. In, in the back quarter or third of the first round, that is a running back zone. These guys are wanting to come out of there with one of them. Usually right. maybe we'll all play 50 leagues and mix things up because of that. But interesting to see, is it okay to mention names who are not picked yet? Um, sure. I mean, I don't, I'll try, I don't care. I'll try not to. Um, okay. That's the earliest I've seen Swift. I'm not saying that's the earliest he's gone, but uh, 109 is interesting because you, you could be thinking there team nine uh, odds of him being there in round two we're probably not, you know, super small. That's, that's interesting though. I, I, I don't, I don't dislike it. Um, yeah, no wide is, receivers and, after chase. Yes. And then, yeah. and this, and this goes to show you here too, like, like pushing your strategy isn't a bad idea because, you know, if I was waiting, if I was crossing my, if I passed on Kelsey, who I thought was the best player there to maybe push my odds for pits, well, pits went at two, one here. So I wouldn't have gotten my tight end, um, and so, uh, and, and I'm, I'm okay with, you, you know, me, I'll go zero RB, but I really like these running backs in the second and third round, uh, mostly the third. So if I can get, you know, I, I think there are running backs in the third round that are every good, every bit as good and have every bit as the upside that Eckler and Najee and DeAndre Swift have. Okay. 
Okay. Well, we'll see what you do here. Um, a, a big, I wrote an article at, at WGR today about all the moves of the off season and how it affected fantasy. I used the draft you and I did separately that Billy Muzio had us in a couple of months ago. And like Adam, I don't know if you read it, but six or six of my first seven picks were players who were like somewhat significantly affected by the movement around the league. Um, you know, right. In, quintessentially AJ Brown in, in, in round two. So looking at this draft, a little bit Andrews, he was one of mine, a little bit Javante Williams, but there's Devontae Adams right there at 2-6 who changed teams. That's one thing to watch here early in drafts, see how Adams and other significant players, often wide receivers who were traded, are um, you know in a different, as the ADP gets established here, as we look up Mojo, how, how those guys get treated versus, say, what the best ball environment was. Adams, you know, maybe most interestingly of all, yeah, for sure. That's an interesting start for straight cash there going Chase and Chase and Adams. I you know, I'm happy to go with zero RB build there, but yeah, it's 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 different on differently, you know, in so in the FFPC format, you only have to start two receivers, you only have to start two running backs, and then you have a, a two flex uh with also a a tight end. And tight ends can start in the flex too, and it's obviously tight end premium. So, um it's interesting how you know, the receivers just kind of have fallen here. Um, tight ends have been, have been p- pushed up. So I'm glad I got my Kelsey there and, uh, I got sniped here. I'd see CD lamb with a guy. Oh back yeah. Back. Yeah. I was hoping to get CD there. Um, so I got Wide receiver kind of six is all through two Oh eight. I know. I know. Interesting. Um, my favorite, you, you focus. I want to say one thing. Yeah. My favorite thing to think about with football guys starting is not just like it's may nicer weather here in Western New York and all, but, also, like, this is a redraft, and I've done, you know, who's watching? We've all done these. We've done best ball drafts over and over, and we've done, you know, rookie drafts. I had a couple already, one that started, one that's over already, the rookie draft once the NFL draft ended. But here's redraft where you're thinking about as you go through the night, um, this is a team you're going to manage. This is a team where you're going to you're be cutting guys. You're going to be wanting to cut guys as it gets late in this draft, thinking about that point, if it if it's something you would consider uh, as we get later on in the draft. Camara. Yeah, so Camara was was one of the top guys on, on my board. His, I'm pretty sure his court date was just, or his hearing was pushed back to maybe after the season starts. So generally that stuff tends to drag on uh, through the season as, as far as like him not having to be suspended or anything. So that I think was my concern, my biggest concern, probably people's biggest concern with Kamara is that maybe looming suspension there. But I think with that getting pushed back, I think that buys him at least this year. And then with, with Winston there, I think them having to rely on him, uh, having to rely on Kamara more in the running game, in the passing game. Um, I think he's got uh, probably at least one good year left in him. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think? I like it fine. I don't know rankings really. Like again, it's a new tournament and I haven't sort of gone into rankings yet, but I mean, this is a very green start. You got 14 running backs out of 24 picks, Fournette and Connor, two heroes from last year up into round two as we start this season. And I don't mind. I mean, not only were they re-signed by their teams, Adam, but those teams did not draft obvious players to cut into them. I mean, Connor, 
that was the one question with, I guess, both. But with Arizona, what will they do without Edmonds? Will they replace that role? And I don't know, like with Hopkins suspended as well? Uh, I like seeing those guys moved up. I think they deserve it. Yeah, I think there's. I think this is kind of a sweet spot and a reason why people are going kind of wide receiver or tight end earlier this year is because they they like you know the back half of the second round, beginning of the third round on the type of running backs that are that, that are falling there. So I think it's kind of like flip flopped from from last year. You know, I know I know it's early, but you know sometimes this ADP kind of gets set right now, and then and then you're kind of moving from here on out. You know, it's very rarely a player will shoot up a round's worth of ADP unless something significant happens. So, um, yeah, this is interesting. Um, you know, you got the trades if, to, um, you know, the AJ Brown trade, he's still on, on, on the board here, you know, um, he, he's, he's fallen down a little, little bit, but yeah, it's very interesting how, how kind of the, the receivers going in the top half of the first round have affected kind of the second half of the second round here. Tyreek Hill into round three as we start the season is uh, not something we're used to seeing, but you know, it makes sense. Plus in a draft like this, Adam is up. One other thought I'm having is, is you decide, unless you want to talk, why don't you talk us through the strategy here? Yeah, I think, man, I got sniped again. I was going to go Debo there um, as wide receiver eight, but um, yeah, I think I'm probably going to end up, the, 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 the thing is, is it AJ Brown or T, T, T Higgins? And I think that, you know, Higgins has a better quarterback. He's got a better passing game. I just, I just don't know if I trust. I just don't know if I trust what's going on there right now. In, um, sorry, I was I'm trying to figure this out here. Uh, I'm yep, gonna go. Yep, yep. I'm gonna go to T, T Higgins. So yeah, I just don't know if I trust the situation in Philly there yet. I mean, I. There's talk. Oh, he might get. You know, I was listening today to some to some information, some podcasts, and oh, he, you know, he could get up to the thirty percent target share. I don't think he's gonna. I mean, you've got a really good tight end there. You've got Devonta Smith there. You've got Miles Sanders who can catch the ball there. You have a quarterback who struggles throwing the ball. They had their most success last year in the second half of the year when they ran the ball more than anybody. So he got. And I get AJ Brown's coming from a run heavy offense, but he's going. But he was the alpha there by a mile Julio was there, but Julio didn't play. Julio was always hurt, you know, and, and AJ Brown's hurt. He gets hurt uh, often too. So um, I think that I, I, I trust the floor of a T Higgins in his prime uh, in a really good offense. Um, I just, I like, I like his floor a, a little bit better. AJ Brown might be, might be in trouble there. It's funny that you and I drafted in that thousand dollar startup the dynasty startup. And in the first round, the decision we made on the show live was between AJ Brown and T Higgins. <laughs> Forget and so about that. We picked, there goes Browns. We can talk about them openly. Uh, well, we were, <laughs> um, we, we picked Higgins over Brown, Austin Martin, right behind us snapped up Brown in that draft at like 110, And then we were able to get Cooper cup on the way back. So uh, the same decision, what was uh, on the table in that show, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's 350 bucks. This yep. thing, the, the best ball world is really fun. We all love it. A lot of those drafts are, I mean, the never too early is 125, but the underdog draft, you're talking five, 10 bucks. Sometimes there is higher and the, the best ball leagues at FFPC are 35. So anyone probably seems to some people watching that, like when you see a lot of the same names with some, some of the same guests, 
they do our show and we do theirs. It's like, where does, where's all the money come from? It's just like a massive amount of money is invested in, in fantasy football. But this is a, this is a step up. I mean, this is 10 times the cost of those best ball drafts, the $35 offerings at FFPC. So you might see, you know, a certain higher level of digging in from players here who do they really want. And not only they're setting ADP, but they're setting like their own portfolio. And maybe you are here tonight for, okay, as the summer plays out, you're going to want variety necessarily. But in the beginning stages, this is where you're going to be calling on picking guys that you like the most. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've got guys that I, I like a lot right now and I have guys that I don't like a lot um, or that I don't like. And, um, and then there's all the in-between that we're still trying to figure out, right? The draft was like three days ago. So, you know, there are still situations we're trying to wrap our head around. There's still situations that, you know, even, you know, analysts who do this for a living are trying to wrap their head around and NFL teams and, and stuff like that. So, I think that uh, right now, that's why it's good to have a you know a site like 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 DraftSharks.com where they've got they've already got their projections updated, and you can go in there and you can look and say, oh, okay, you know maybe I didn't consider this yet for a couple of these these guys, and um, and kind of go 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 from there. So that's that that's where I'm at right now. By the you know a month from now, two months from now, <clears throat> you know I I can pretty much draft without even a cheat sheet. I, I just kind of know who I who I'm targeting, who I'm fading. But right now, it's good to have uh, to have kind of a baseline to go to, to go off of. That's interesting. I sort of look at that the other way around, where now is the time where I feel like I could just do it on my own. I'm not in bare knuckle mode yet, so I would yep. want to have the the queue up, you know, on the site and maybe one other list. But this is when I'm sort of setting who is it that I want to really lean on this year. So different ways of looking at that, of course. Almost through the there it is through the third round, Michael Pittman makes his way into round three. The only rookie is Brees Hall. And that's another component of drafting right after the draft, as you said, three days ago. Hall to the Jets. Is that not pretty much neutral for where he's going in drafts? I mean, not many teams had openings in the Jets. That didn't really help us very much, speaking of that other other league. But – the Jets were neither the most wide open nor the least wide open. So I wonder how new, close to neutral that is for Hall, you know, in terms of what his value would have been or where he was going before the draft. Yeah, I think the thing about Hall is he is – I think he's a good he's a good player and he landed in a, in a really good scheme fit for what he – for his style of, of running. So I find, you know, that's, that's what you – know, the people who study these things, the blocking schemes and how he – how his best – way is to run. They say that he fits in really, really well there. Um, you know, they use the draft cap lineup kind of, you know, top of the first top, I'm sorry, top of the second round there. Um, as long as, but again, how are they going to use him? Is he going to be a, a first and second down banger and not get the passing down work? Um, I don't, you know, that would be terrible because the jets stink and they're probably not going to win a lot of games. And so that doesn't really help you there. Um, I just don't, uh, I just don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to allow Michael Carter to have that third down role? So, but I think it would be it would behoove them with a young quarterback that needs to develop still seriously to really get Brees Hall involved. They've got weapons on the outside to keep teams honest. So he could be a guy that I, he was a guy I was I was considering at the in, with with that T Higgins pick mm. there. So he's a guy that I you know I like a lot of the running backs. I say I like a lot of the running backs in the third round, but a lot of them went in the second round. I like I like Barkley. I like Fournette. Yeah. 
I like Connor. I like Aaron Jones. And then three of those guys went in the second round. So I think right. ADP starting to kind of move, move around a little bit here. I know you'll be up in a minute here. I'm, I'm glad that you didn't pick Hall because my guess is that, yes, I, I feel like Carter, we've been sort of digging him throughout almost the whole time we've been talking over the weeks and months and years even now. And I think if the Jets get it right, they will use him. I mean, Hall can play that role, but what are they going to do? Make Michael Carter inactive? I think I feel like they'll want to dress him. He, he means enough to that team from when he was drafted and last year, I think, for that to be right. And then, so what do you do with them? What you do is put them in on third down. Get an extra year of blocking experience, you know, the scheme and everything, same coaches. So I think Carter rates, and that means Hall is reduced. And if your point is right, as it's expected to be, that they are losing a lot, negative game scripts, then I think you could see Carter quite a lot. He's definitely going to fall in these drafts from what was the case even a week ago. But um, I think he has a role. All right, team five going receiver, receiver, tight end, tight end. That's interesting. There are no tight ends behind you here coming up, but you have yours. So I think you should pick J.K. Dobbins of Baltimore because he is burning a hole in their pockets. <laughs> I, w- I promise I wasn't going to say that when I, when I talked about <laughs> this time. Now you don't have to. Um, but that's right. Well, now, he, I mean, he avoided, he's avoided any like big time free agents right now. He avoided any big time draft picks, any serious, except for, you know, my guy out of Missouri there. Well, maybe we'll talk about him later, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I think he's okay. I mean, listen, end of the fourth round, they, um, you know, they need weapons in, in, in that offense. I mean, Marquise Brown gone. Who's they don't have many, many weapons left. And I think he's maybe their, their best one. Um, so I think I really like him there. Um, and, and, and again, the tier of running back here now, after maybe I got like one more queued up after that, it's just receiver for a while. So, um, so yeah, we'll see how that, how that kind of works out, but I'm, I'm happy to get Dobbins there. I was drafting him, you know, earlier earlier this year you know february or whatever i was drafting him at the end of the third so i'm happy to take dobbins at the end at, at the end of the fourth round only the one quarterback through 47 picks josh allen he's the clear qb1 by consensus rankings and drafts then it gets a little interesting after that but we will we'll wait to talk about that as uh there are no other quarterbacks picked yet but this is uh, a tournament so you will have to advance through your league, this group of 12 teams, either by record or points or both, and then play those three money weeks after the regular season is over and the league playoffs are over against all the other winners. And so teams want uniqueness in this format. There are waivers, so you will see changes uh, throughout. We talked to the winner uh, a couple of weeks ago from last year, that was the football guys championship, right? Those guys. Yes. And didn't they like sub out half their team? If I remember correctly, Adam, as the season played out, I mean, they made a lot of changes. Yeah. Yeah. Picks 12 through 20 were, were, were cut except for their, for their kicker. So the, yeah, there's going to be a lot, a right. lot of movement. And, and another thing you have to remember here and, and, and maybe what we could talk about it uh, after that, we probably won't be streaming, uh, at the end of this draft, but you know, a lot of the planning in drafting, Oh God, when I got sniped again, Oh my goodness. But, um, man, I've been, I've been getting sniped by Harrison and YOLO all, all night long. Um, 
Yeah, one of the things you can plan on your strategies, there's going to be a lot, with this being an early, early draft, there's going to be a lot of good free agents available uh, week one of waivers. So you almost want to want to kind of understand that and pl- plan right. on that. Um, Especially when it's May, beginning of May. All the, all right. the more news. That, well, I think I know a- who I like for you, but I'm not looking at rankings, so I might be early. Yeah, I'm looking here. I got two guys. I don't want to... I don't want to. I'm not going to go Mahomes. It's just too early for for for, for Mahomes. Um, I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. Uh, okay. Get, to get get that stack, get that Kamara Thomas stack. Um, I haven't been the same. Godwin was a was a tier ahead for me. I I I saw him going the sixth round in a football guys two days ago. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I'll take him in the fifth all day long. And then I saw him taken at the end of the fifth and one last night. I'm like, Oh, I'm getting him in the fifth round for sure. And of course uh, I haven't mentioned his name all night. And there he, there he goes. So. Yep. Um, I'm fine with that. I like him on Ross St. Brown a lot, but they have become, <laughs> they've become different uh, Detroit with of course, Chark and free agency and now Jamison Williams, Hawkinson back, Swift is live. I mean, they're they're interesting. I wonder as these drafts start to compile, uh, what the stack ratios look like, you know, um, and whether Detroit might be an interesting one. Again, I'm not trying to, you know, coffee house here if that's the right term. Talk about players that are not drafted, uh, but they are an interesting team. And Amon, the question with Amon Ross St. Brown is whether you think he doesn't have to stay at that level that he did late in the season, but whether you think that was like legit proof that he can really play and what you need that his team will treat him accordingly or that it was, you know, a lost season and some sort of an experiment uh, using him all the time like they did. Yeah. By the way, I don't care if you talk about, I mean, guy, I don't care about the guys I'm drafting against. I was just like, ah, do I care? I don't care. Talk to talk about guys. People are going to get taken, snapped off in front of me. I'm going to get sniped. That doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. Uh, kind of what you're saying there, but and then look at this run of receivers here now. Right. I mean, you got yeah, six and, seven, and, and no rookies. Right. That's right. Um, what back to I'm on raw. What, what are your thoughts? I know you're high on him. I've heard um, people say that they're that they they haven't really dropped him down. Apparently, uh, the goats haven't really dropped him down. Their their rankings here. What what are your thoughts on him? I mean, the offense to me is much more explosive, but there's also much more, many more targets. I think in dynasty he's a home run, and I wouldn't okay. ding him at all for Jamison Williams. You know, hopefully that's a good sign for their offense. I don't know what the plan at quarterback is. It's a great moment here for Goff who has been written off since he was yes. traded, you know, to Detroit. Now he's got a lot to work with and they didn't draft a quarterback to replace him. So uh, maybe he can make that work. And, and fantasy wise, especially maybe that can be useful, but um, redraft. I don't know. I mean, I think you're looking at guys there, maybe including Marquise Brown with the Hopkins news where you're looking at guys that you just, even Judy as well. Like there's a, there's, there's more confidence. There's more reason to have more confidence in a couple of those other names at least than St. Brown with Jamison Williams and with Chark. But, you know, you mentioned the Jets as a team that could or should be losing a lot, and that would probably still be Detroit. Uh, you never know with defenses, though. Like, that's another layer of this where it's very unpredictable, you know, to figure out whether a defense is going to be good. You take Dallas last year, and as priced up as all the Dallas guys were, 
with the year before. They couldn't stop anybody. And then last year was different. And it's just really hard to know what that's going to look like. We also don't have the schedule yet. And right. that'll be a factor in some players' minds uh, once we get the schedule in a little bit over a week. We are almost done with round five, Adam, and it's 10 receivers out of 11. Yeah, and the other one was a tight end. No, no, no running back. So that's why I said. So the running back I said I, that I had in that tier one more was Josh Jacobs. That he got taken in front of me, um, and so uh, I ended up. I ended up. I mean, he got taken four, four or five picks in front of me. But then I ended up, and then Godwin went. So I took Thomas. But he had Jacobs was the last running back I had in my tier there. Apparently, everybody else agrees too. Um, and then Allen Robinson goes. That my pick it was between Michael Thomas and Allen Robinson. I'm going to have plenty of Allen Robinson this offseason. If I didn't have Kamara, I would have prob- I would have taken Allen Robinson. Um, and so, so you were talking you were talking about the schedule there. The schedule to me makes a huge huge difference in tournaments because you want to stack guy. You're looking to stack teams that you think at the end of the year in that three week race are going to have um, really great matchups, right? Whether it's a terrible defense, they're going to crush or whether it's a high scoring game, I think, you know, AFC West stuff like that. So, um, it's, 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 uh, yeah, the schedule, I'm super excited about the schedule for the looking at it for the, for fantasy, for tournaments, for the bills. I'm, I'm excited for that. Early ADP from fantasy mojo. You said it was 16 drafts, at least that have started by the time you get, as I'm looking at it, through round five, it's eight. So eight. you got half okay. of these that were our slow drafts where they started already, but they're not yet to this stage. Yep. And quarterbacks are like, right. There's one quarterback through five rounds. And that is kind of typical uh, or it's close. It's borderline when you get to right here, according to Mojo. Um how do you feel? And I don't mean this at all toward Team Eight. How do you feel right now if you picked Allen, and two almost three rounds go by and not a second quarterback has been picked? You're learning something. Yeah, you are learning something, right? I mean, it's it's around his his, his ADP. Let me see. His ADP is is it's just actually after his ADP. His ADP right now is the three four where I, where I was picking, um, the three point four. Um, so yeah, you're you're learning something. Um, I would get it again if he had maybe Steph Diggs, but he um, or he or she doesn't. Lulu doesn't. Um, man, and then back to the running back. Sorry, Cordero Patterson in the sixth, sixth round. It's just RB RB thirst. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting, and that's why you know I I didn't go QB there either because it's it's man. There's just so many there's so many good ones, and they're um, and it's just I can't. I mean, if 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 I can't pull the trigger on Josh Allen early. <laughs> If I can't do it, it's uh, it's probably not the right decision. <laughs> well, you also have the early tight end, and that's sort of a a truism that, in these to not take two onesies early. I'm I'm really glad you brought that up, Mike, because that was one of, that it's to go yeah two onesies early, which is a quarterback and a tight end early. You really gotta be, and I don't feel comfortable enough with this being my first draft early in the off season to really have a feel for how the draft's going to go. So I wasn't comfortable enough taking a quarterback there because it's hard to do. It's hard to go onesie tight end, onesie quarterback and really nail the rest of your draft. So that was, that was another reason why I didn't, I didn't go quarterback there. All right. So feel free to duck the question, but how focused are we on stacking here? Whether it's 
now or soon? Is that a big priority, high priority tonight? Um, not super high, but again, if the if the guys are in the right tiers, like Michael Thomas, I had in that tier there, and I like the Kamara. Generally, like a running back receiver thing isn't generally a stack, but like when you get that the the receiving upside of of Kamara, um, I really like the opportunity to be able to 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 do that. So, um, it's it's possible. Again, it's hard. It's even harder when you go tight end early because then you know do you take their quarterback early, you know stuff like that. So. Um, so stacking is a thing. It's obviously me much more important or, uh, much more of a thing in best ball, but I think you can certainly do it in like, if I, like on, on my, on my Cooper cup teams, I will probably have, uh, I will probably push the envelope for Allen Robinson because I just think that offense is going to be so good again. And Allen Robinson is like an insurance policy also for cup. You know, he goes from maybe a low end wide receiver two, and then cup, if cup goes down, he's now a a mid wide receiver one. I mean, Allen Robinson's really good and he's young. He's 28 still. It's like, you know, people kind of forget that. The only thing is, is, is Beckham coming back. Um, he, 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 he could still come back that would throw a wrench into the targets there. But um, I'm not happy that, that Patrick Mahomes went two picks in front of me here. I would <laughs> definitely take him. Uh, Beckham is in. <laughs> I was trying to duck the <laughs> Yeah, you did. You did well. Beckham is in, It didn't work though. <laughs> Uh, Beckham is interesting because he might not be ready for the start of the season and you got to be prepared to hold that bench spot. He's going very late in, in, uh, well, I'm in a dynasty startup where I noticed that I'm not sure how that's happening in, in this tournament, the early stages, there'd be very few drafts anyway, but you got to think about that. I think as you're doing these, make sure you, um, account for that, that point. So Gabriel Davis. I was thinking maybe the Allen owner would want Gabriel Davis in round six. I don't know if he did or she, but um, I think Adam, like you're going to, you're going to pick here, Jerry Judy at five Oh one to Elijah Moore or some cutoff before him, perhaps 32 is actually late for Elijah Moore from the best ball drafts. I think he was at 24 when I looked today. Uh, you know, you have, 13 different receivers between Judy and Moore. And I'm telling you, like, all, there could there will be a wide range of opinions on that that list. Um, favorites, avoids, all throughout that. Um, like Robinson is a good example, drafted in the mid or, middle of that group where there'll be people who are gung-ho for him like you and others will just never, ever because of what last year looked like. All right, you're up. I'm up. I'm going to go. I'm kind of looking at ADP. It's a little early, but you know, whatever it's, it's early to be drafting. So I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. I really, Oh, I love that. Yeah. I loved Rashad. He, Rashad Bateman was my number two receiver coming out last year in the, in the draft. He loved him hurt in the preseason, never got going. You know, now they get, they, they, they trade Marquise Brown. You know, they don't bring anyone significant in yet. They could, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they try to, bring in a Debo or something because Lamar can't be, can't be happy, but I love his talent. Now the targets are going to be through the roof. It's going to be him and Mark Andrews. And again, it's a kind of a, it's not really a stack, but I do have JK Dobbins. So I've, I've got more of that offense. Um, I've got the two biggest pieces, two of the bigger pieces in that offense, probably piece two and three there. So um, I love Rashad Bateman this year. I'm going to have a lot of them. And um, I was hoping to get him in the seventh, but I didn't want to wait on him. Okay. Quarterback run three in a row and then four out of six. Yeah. We're through five. Interesting where the tiers fall here for players. 
And let's see what happens at the end. Uh, tight end and quarterback are still not taken by team one. Uh, Got to see sort of what team one, this is interesting right now, what team one thinks of the tiers and what the value looks like right now. It's a long time. A lot, a lot of different things will play out between 7-1 and 8-12. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see. I, I wonder how far like some of these guys are going to drop with the trades that, that, that have happened and now the – Well, know. you know, the, the veterans have been picked, but we still do not have a rookie receiver. Yes. Or tight end, but that's not surprising. <laughs> um, one one rookie has been picked through six rounds. Wild. Normal. That that's surprising. Well, you know what? I mean, we haven't really had a chance to talk about it. the rookies. Didn't really land in the best spots. I mean, they either landed the receivers either landed on teams with quarterbacks that aren't very good, or offenses that aren't very good, or they landed it kind of congested. You know, the running backs didn't land in the best spots. I don't feel like this was this was not a good kind of a a year for, for kind of landing spots for these, for these guys. So that's, that's, that's interesting. Ertz at nine. So Arizona, Trey McBride, Arizona. Yes. Yep. Knox at 10. Wow. This is a big pick yeah. right here. This is a big pick. It's a big pick. 703 is a big pick. Tight ends. That that's that's advantage Adam Krautwurst because you picked that, that your tight end in round one. That's right. I'm not even thinking about that. That's exactly what you wanted to see behind you. Right. I think. Exactly. Exactly. So we're waiting on Marvin Harrison here. Marvin Harrison's car wash. I don't know what happened there, but um, we have an auto yeah, pick there at twelve. That that's right. There was one auto pick. I think Ertz wasn't wasn't auto picked, but um Oh. No, he wasn't. Yeah, just Dylan. Uh, oh, he didn't break my heart. Thank you. You got, you got yeah. it. I got it. Who is it, Mike? Lamar Jackson. Yes, sir. Lamar Jackson. I was literally. So I'm, I'm like, oh, he doesn't need a quarterback. Everyone just took a quarterback, and I look. I'm like, oh, he's the only one that doesn't have one. Oh, sweat. That's that a great out. job. That's a great job. Look sweating at you. That out. I like it. I like it. This is the, this is why so, we do it. You and Louie, especially Louie G, always into me with my Ravens love, right? Like Lamar Jackson, oh, you got to have common law marriage. <laughs> you know, he's stand up comedian. <laughs> and I want to get to this question, but I'm doing a Rotoviz startup with Louie, and we are Jackson, Andrews, Bate, not Bateman, we didn't get Bateman, but a third guy there. And look at you tonight. I'm not even a part of it. And it's, Dobbins, Bateman, Jackson. And I'm super excited. Let me say this real quick, and then we'll get to Dave G's question. I'm super excited because I all I, I kind of got sniped on Mahomes last round, and I was almost going to take Mahomes in the fifth, and I'm so happy I waited, and I was able to get Lamar with the with the stack in the seventh. Um, so I really, really like the ability to do that. That's why waiting generally works out when you wait on a quarterback. Dave G, any preferred roster construction? Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say it didn't have to because of behind you, there were no quarterbacks, and that was six picks. So there weren't going to be two per team probably, but you did get – you lost Burrow there with Higgins. That could have been – they might have done yeah. that. Had Jackson gone at 6'11", you might have gone Burrow at 7'4". 
Sure. And that, but I still like, I like Jackson's upside better with the running. Um, but Dave GS, any preferred roster construction for this format or is it less important with, with waivers? Uh, I will let you know in like a month, uh, my, the roster construction changes from year to year to year. So last year I loved, um, the hero RB build, which is a one running back in the first round or two. And then you smash receiver, um, kind of from there on out this year. I don't really know where it is. I want to see what kind of ADP settles in. Um, but generally, generally I am a, I'm a one running back early guy and then I'm hitting tight ends and receivers because remember Dave, in this format, you start two running backs, two receivers, two flex. You want your flex positions to be receivers because receivers in the range that you're taking your receiver three and four, they're scoring more points than your running back three and your running back four based on ADP and based on projected points. So you want uh, those picks, you want those flex spots to be receivers and they get hurt less. And the draft kind of works out that way, especially in FFPC because everyone has that RB thirst that you end up getting really good receivers in the mid rounds. And that's why you see the entire, first of all, everyone in this draft has a green star, everyone, but like two, which means everybody has won something and knows what they're doing in this draft. The fifth round is there wasn't one running back taken in the fifth round. Cause these people know you don't take, you generally don't want to be targeting running backs in the fifth or sixth or sixth round. So um, receiver heavy quarterbacks. I mean, only three running backs were taken in the fifth and sixth round combined. And one of them was quarter Patterson. So it's like, man, you know, it, 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 target those receivers for, for your flex spots. I would just add that because of the waivers and there being a run before the season starts, this Adams team, and I'm not again, casting the judgment on the other teams. I'm not drafting a second quarterback and I'm drafting one kicker and one defense because they make me it's before the schedule. I'll probably just go by a list and, and leave it at that, but you don't want to double up on those tight end. I think you do. I mean, tight end, there could be, there would be value in the middle of this draft where even the Kelsey owner would want to get somebody, maybe even two more guys, depending, but quarterback, what's the worst case scenario is Jackson is not on the field for week one probably because he's sick because he was sick every week for like the last two years. It didn't practice or something. If something like that happens, then I think there should be enough options where you can go to waivers and account for that week one. But if you're drafting somebody in the Derek Carr range, if, if you will, to, you know, fill out your roster, how often do you expect to start him to win? You need, if you're drafting a quarterback like this to win, you think, I think you need Jackson to smash. And so there's no reason for me to have a backup of any consequence. Yeah. And I think, and I think the most important thing you said there is like, the, we're drafting so early that, you know, there's no need to take a backup now. Probably, most people probably aren't. I, mean, I, I don't want to speak for them, but most people probably won't take a backup if they took the you know quarterbacks higher because so much is going to change in, in the off season. There's so many, like the last, you know, three or four or five quarterback positions. We don't even know who the starter is. So let's just wait and then week one of the waiver wire, we can go ahead and pick somebody up there. Um, you know, these are the teams people who are drafting now are also drafting all off season. So these are going to be the teams where people are going to uh, be doing the most waiver wire moves probably throughout the course of the year, but also, but also at the very beginning of, of, of the year, unless you do something like, like drafts right now, last year at this point, Elijah Mitchell wasn't drafted really at, at, at all. So then week one waivers comes now, a lot of people blew 950, 960 on him. And now they don't do any waivers for this team the rest of the year, but they, they think that they're going to get that RB that RB one. So, um, so yeah, waivers are going to play a big part in these, in these early drafts. 
I was joking about this on WGR today. So uh, respectfully to the team, team 11, you know, who's, who's drafting now you're saying it's, it's, it's a certain, a certain crowd. If your team name is May three draft, you're not <laughs> drafting one team. Correct. There's, no, there's no reason to call it May three draft. You know, you're calling it like the rhinos or something like that. But that, um, that's right. That's right. You know, if, you, if there's a date on a team's name, they're in there all the time. Uh, yeah. And my, my draft says draft guy. Cause uh, I'm always, that's, that's my name when I'm in these things, but this, before tonight's over, this will say draft guy one, and there will be a lot more numbers after all of the rest of them. Oh. Uh, I do, I do want to say, uh, I really, really wanted. I had him in my in my queue. I really wanted Traylon Burks. His ADP is actually after my eighth round pick, so I waited. I was fine. L- Lamar was it was a great pick, I think, but Burks was a guy I thought I could definitely get, but maybe not after the hype today. They're talking about how. You know, they're going to kind of force feed him the, the ball. That's kind of the word on, on the street. I like when I first laid eyes on Burks in the offseason, kind of looking at the tape, I thought to me, he he reminded me a lot of A.J. Brown. And then I'm looking around, oh, yeah, A.J. Brown, he looks like it. And then they trade A.J. Brown for him, essentially. And now they're going to try to use him the same way. I mean, play action is such a big part of that offense that Burks coming out of the gate doesn't need to be some superstar route runner on the outside he just needs to be able to run some basic routes to get open over the middle, the drag, the post, you know, all that stuff to just because the play calling and the play action is going to is going to be what gets him, him him open, I think. OK, you're on deck here in round eight. These are key picks. I mean, these are still starters. I think it's a little bit early for Tyler Bass. I know you uh, have been thinking about him a lot, but I would wait. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna um, wait. I'm, I'm giving myself sort of like a, a, a personal bare knuckle challenge right here. Uh, very early. I do not expect to to nail this, but I want to. I want to get there. Um. Yeah, I think I. I want to write down who I want for you. Write it down. Ugh, there's a guy. It's hard because like the ADP, like it doesn't really. It's not really helping right now. It's kind of hurting me. I'm yep. kind of relying. I mean, I'm, these guys are going like two rounds off of where the ADP is because we're still building ADP right right now. Adam, wink. Yeah, three words. You are draft guy. <laughs> is that forwards? I'm not sure. No, come on. Um, so uh, that's the, that's supposed to be the joke. That's the joke. Anyway, <laughs> don't tell Adam. So don't what do you want to do? I think I'm going to go with a high upside. Running back pick here. I'm going to go with Tony Pollard. <laughs> oh, I like that. Did, did you write that? Oh, I thought that was a name that you wrote. No, there. I crossed off the name. Uh, I want to see where he goes before I m- mention who it is. Okay. Uh, no, I, I like that. I like that a lot. His ADP, it's funny. His his ADP every year has kind of crept up around and around and another round like every year. He, he always goes in this spot. I just think this has got to be – I don't need him at this point to be – awesome uh, like I, I, I don't need zeke to miss the whole year but if zeke can just miss like half the i mean it, it's got to be the year where the, where the wheels fall off um i mean he's Does just it? been better i i think so right i mean he's got to get hurt eventually <laughs> like i know they have him out there playing while he's limping around but uh i think yeah his his adp was actually it was eight three so i got him after his his his, his current adp which is which is nice you know, Brady at eight, th- eight uh, ten, 
I was thinking that for him earlier, but didn't want to say anything because of Godwin and even Fournette, if you want to correlate that. Like, he doesn't pick Jackson because he wants Brady and he can wait. He knows it. Or she. So I think that was well played. Yes. Yeah, no, it, it's – yeah, this is this is interesting. There's a, there's a couple guys I like here still coming up. So I don't think I'll get heart, heartbroken, hopefully. I would write down a name, but I would be the same name. So I'll just pretend to write it because I've already written it on this box in front of me. It's barely legible. Team one, no quarterback, Ertz. I'm fine with Ertz. You know, a little bit of a – I love her. I mean, we lo- yeah, yeah. a little bit of a damper on him in Dynasty with the McBride pick, but who cares? Like, for this year, then the Hopkins suspension came after. Oh, okay. Right. So awesome for that. I mean, for the guys who were on Ertz early, and, and you and I have talked about Ertz, and we really like – Ertz going into it, and now it just solidifies. I mean, the target share is going to be up over 20% for the first six games. It's got to be. Um, so, yeah, it'll be uh, be interesting. I, so I really like that pick for him. Double taps, uh, tight end there for back-to-back. Did we draft Ertz in the, in the 1K? I, 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 I initially wanted to say that we did, but I don't know. that. No, we didn't because we went Pitts early. We have Ertz, so Smith, think... Jonu Smith, and Pitts, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. In that one. So that's um, a tough game trying to remember picks that you made. Right. There were in so many drafts. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple of guys I like here. Um, one I'm gonna try to wait around on. And a couple and I'll I'll talk well, let's see who Marvin Harrison picks here. But I got a guy that I'm Waiting on here. What what does Marvin Harrison need? He's got a quarterback. He's got a tight end. He's got three running backs, three receivers. The guy I wrote down. I feel like the guy I wrote down is going in the next two. So he took Tyler Lockett. Okay. So he took Lockett. This guy, I'm taking him like around early. I don't I don't care. He's gonna be my guy. I love him. Who is it, Mike? I love I love. I don't want to give up any more information. Who 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 You're is not it? describing who I wrote around early. No. It's a receiver. Around, right? It's a it's it's a receiver and it's a, and I'll give you a hint. It's a it's a it's a stack. It's part of a stack. MVS. No, but but you're hot. You're hot. Hot. Oh, okay, hot. Sky Moore. Sky Moore, baby. I love the situation right there with Sky Moore. I think he's not he's not Tyreek Hill, but he's gonna play that role where he's you know running these jet sweeps and he's and he's quick and he's fast and he he's got great hands and he's he's I think he's a good receiver, undersized but but good. And if anyone's gonna get it out of him, it's gonna be Mahomes, Twinkle Toes Mahomes. He's gonna be twinkling around back there, running what in circles. What is that around. supposed to mean? Finding him, he's twinkling. He's always just like you know. He's he's always looking, running in circles, figure eights in the backfield, looking to looking to make plays down the field. So I feel like Twinkle Toes uh, has never been used as a compliment. It's not really; a, it's kind of a backhanded compliment. It's not. Sure. That's right. It's a it's either a backhanded compliment or a punch in the face insult. I'm not sure which, but it's. it's so what do you uh, think of this? What do you think of the of the, uh, 
uh, the Sky Moore pick. I mean, I, I've um, people are saying, you know, people are really high on him for for Dynasty, but I think in the ninth round, I think he could be this year's Eli- Elijah Moore or or, or um, J- Jalen Waddle. I think I was listening to a podcast today where they were talking about he could be J- this year's Jalen Waddle. Well, I would have waited um, because I think there's a lot to figure out in Kansas City. You won't have those answers through the summer until the season gets going, but um, certainly there are reasons to like him. Uh, let's see what else happens here at receiver because I, I still have someone else in mind that obviously I was way off when I was predicting him to you in uh, round eight. I like it. Yeah, lots how many of Patriots. How many Patriots have been taken? <laughs> you tell me. I don't. I don't even know. Probably I, one. They're off my board, Mike. They're 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 off my board. One. It's got Damien Harris in round seven. Who else would have been taken from New England? Uh, Ramondre. Did he, he get taken? Let no. me see. No, not yet. No, not for a lack of trying the Patriots. They have signed a lot of guys in the last two, three years, draft picks too, to try to get the skills right. But uh, I mean, who's who? <laughs> oh, who took two years, two years ago, they drafted two tight ends. Yeah. Who, who then did? the next year they went and signed two tight ends because yep. that didn't work out. Uh, Asi Asi, is that a name? One of those yep. guys. I mean, they just. Matt, is it what, Matt what Asi Asi? Asi Asi Asi. What happened, with, oi, what happened with that? So they they they've had Aguilar and Bourne and Nikhil Harry, and now Devonte Parker. Has Devonte Parker been picked yet? I uh, shouldn't no. talk like this. No, it's fine. Go for five. It's the draft is almost at Rob Gronkowski. You have. Two more guys that will go to the Hall of Fame as Patriots being picked than actual Patriots uh, in a redraft <laughs> league here with the draft almost half over. I know. Wow. How many Jets? I mean, Wilson, exciting. Carter, and Hall, and Elijah Moore. Okay. Man, this is interesting. So on the on the in the draft sharks war room, there's not a receiver ranked in the top. Like thirty left. As far as like who who I should pick next, there's not a receiver ranked in the top thirty, which is interesting. So it looks like they 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 think I need help at running back. <laughs> well, you're gonna to have to draft. Play. That's right. That is that is an algorithm where your draft so far in this league so far is is uh, included. Yes, a guy I wanted was J- was James Cook, and I was hoping to. It was it was between. Skymore and Cook, and I like the stack, and I like kind of where I'm at. My headspace right now with Skymore is really good. I, I think I'm I'm locked in on that situation, having him and Kelsey uh, there. I mean, Juju, the reason why I like Juju just has – he's been getting worse and worse and worse and worse since his breakout. 2018, he's always hurt. His yards per route run is hot. It's just, it's just not great. And, you know, it's – so I don't think he's going to really keep Sky – if Skymore is going to explode – uh, Juju's not going to keep him from, from, from exploding. So um, I, and, and so I really, I really like, I really wanted to do that, but James Cook, I really would have liked to take James Cook there too. What are your thoughts on Cook for fantasy? We haven't, I haven't talked to you about that yet. I think Dan, Dynasty, it's very exciting. Yeah. Because I think he could end up being their running back. And then there's a sort of a new future where they're not drafting replacements every year or tryouts every year. But I don't want any of these running backs in, in this format these rookies um, except one <laughs> who hasn't been picked yet. 
uh, really, I don't, I don't want any of them. There's just too, too many uncertainties, and you just know you're going to get into the season and then want to use the waivers. So, there I think, goes, you know what? What was it? Was was that him? Was that the guy you wanted? Yeah, Pierce. Yeah, that that was the guy. I was, I was hoping he would, he would follow me. I had him queued up. I mean, there's a pretty clear path to him playing. Yep. There, are, I mean, it's a bad team, and maybe it won't amount to much, but. I, I like him in this range or maybe even a little later. I guess that's not going to be possible. Not, not in this draft, but I, I want, I want receivers in here. I don't know. The draft sharks information is interesting. Like the guy who just went, wasn't in your next 30 available picks. No, he wasn't. And so Damian Pierce, for the people who aren't watching and they're listening, Damian Pierce was the guy that Mike was talking about. I like, I liked him a lot there. Um, so that was, that was a good pick by Sunrun. Chase, Chase Claypool was was another guy that I was super high on. And then they took George Pickens, who is, I think, is better than Chase, Chase Claypool. I mean, he's a lunatic. Don't get me wrong. But, like, he's so talented. He broke out so young. He got hurt. His dad was a, it was a really good NFL receiver. Like, Pickens, to me, is, I mean, Pickens isn't even gone yet. I'm, I'm talking about Pickens. I might, I might take him later. But I just think it's all – it's very – backed up there that that receiving core um so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go again with a guy that's proven he's proven to be an a high-end rb1 when he gets the opportunity it's probably not positive eb to have two of the same guys on my team but we're gonna go alexander madison Madison. so i've got pollard i've got madison both guys this this is our pros versus joe's team yeah Last year. Yep. Pollard yep. and Madison. And if McCaffrey didn't go down, I really, I really, really like our team. But, um, but yes. Yeah, Olave, so, by the way, Olave is who I had written for you, by the way, in round eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Olave, I, I just, yeah, with the, with the stack. No, I get it. And that could be a thing that, that I end up co- coming back to, um, for sure. But I did want to get a couple running backs here. Um, but, uh, and then this is a situation when you have a tournament like this, I know this can happen to every single player, but the upside of players like Pollard, like Madison, if Delvin Cook gets suspended, I know that's probably not likely, but he's got that situation going on. If Delvin Cook gets hurt, if Zeke Alley gets hurt, torn ACL preseason, I, I, granted that could happen to Pollard or Madison, but those guys are RB1s. Those guys are going to skyrocket in ADP. You can't say the same thing about – you know, even like a James Cook, if Singletary blows his ACL, James Cook's not going to be a second round pick. Uh, Tony Pollard will be a first round pick. Madison will be close to a one, two turn pick there. So they've proven it. They've done it. Um, am I rooting for injury for those other guys? Of course not, but I'll take it. Nobody ever admits it. <laughs> You're not allowed to. You're not, you're Everybody's not allowed. already right there to tell you, no, I'm not rooting for injuries. Okay, well, thanks, because that makes you the same as everybody else. It's like asking somebody, how are you? Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> of course you're not rooting for injuries. Um, I'm interested in 11-1. I'm going to fake right who I think that pick should be. Like we will it. wrap up, uh, if it's all right with you, after your next pick. Perfect. Yeah, I was just going to say, how much longer do you, you, you want to go? That much longer. Like Perfect. five more minutes. Okay. Um, I want to be right. I want to prop bet world on these picks, these drafts. I want to be able to bet them. Be it'd be the wild west because whoever is putting up the uh, action is probably drafting at least one of the teams. But it'd be fun to be able to sort of test your acumen when it came to predicting these picks. 
Oh, you got you got to have a whole summer of this predicting these these. Things. I know, I know. I can't wait. I might even go outside here and there or in between. <laughs> Man, so many good, so many just players left with question marks and and uh, upside and all this build. We got we got to worry about build right now. Um, I love him. right here. We're not talking. He did not. He did not. All right. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I think, yeah, I know who I'm taking. Yeah, yeah. So I have one guy left in my queue. Mike, who, who, who is it? Position. Receiver. Running back. Receiver. Receiver. Which conference? AFC. Which division? <laughs> uh, North. Pickens. No. Boyd. Yes. Very, very nice. Very nice. I like Boyd's talent. He's not old. I've got T. Higgins. 11th round Boyd. Come on. It's good. It's good. It's good. Come on. It's so good safe. Job. Good job. So safe. I will be checking social media to see how you did with the rest of this thing, uh, as we all will be. We're on Thursday nights as well as Tuesday nights this year. Now we're into Football Guys Players Championship season, but we also do a Dynasty show on Thursdays. Yes. And more attention on Thursday this week to the rookies. It's, it'll have been a week by then, and we'll have some more data on where they're going in drafts like this. So get a feel. I feel like what you've seen tonight is probably pretty typical. It's It's been true in rookie drafts, too, where a lot of the rookies just sort of get clustered together because players don't know what order they want to put them in. <laughs> right. Just, right. It's, it's hard. You have – four, five, six guys that are not in great situations. Then you have one or two others that are in better situations, but not the draft capital. So it's really, really all over the place when it comes to those receivers. And yeah. running back was not cut and dried, as you said. So, yeah. And a, so a couple of things I want to say before we go, I, I don't love this team. I don't hate this team. I like some things about it. This probably isn't the, you know, half million dollar winner, but it helps to kind of get the kinks out. It helps to kind of see the board and get a feel for who you, you know, you can rank guys all you want until you're on the clock under the gun here, who you're going to pick. Then you'll, then, then you'll really know. Um, a couple other things is uh, fantasy mojo. If you guys aren't subscribed yet, go to fantasymojo.com. You got to subscribe to Darren's site over there. All the FFPC information that you could possibly want. He did a beautiful write up. I don't know if you read it yet, Mike, a, a, a preview of this year's 2022 football guys draft with a recap of kind of last year of, what type of teams, all the top five teams, what type of players were on those teams, when those teams drafted, you know, uh, who they picked up on waivers, who they, all that all that type of stuff. It's a really nice article. Again, thanks. Um, shout out to Darren for inviting us back again this year for pros versus Joes. We are, we are excited. Did he write about my winning that Memorial Day League against you and Louie and Abib and – Jay and Scott and all those guys. Did he write about that or no? I don't. I don't think he did. But you could probably ghostwrite that for him if you wanna. If you wanna send, <laughs> if you wanna send that over. I wrote my own damn articles. I'll put my name on it. By the way, Prescott. Prescott went, so I can mention it. I thought Prescott at eleven one. I mean, how about that compared to last yeah. year? Prescott's in the Justin Herbert zone last year and all these things, and now he's going five rounds later. I mean, I feel like the Mahomes team couldn't resist. Who did? That was it. That was it. He couldn't resist. It was so good. There's not even a stack there. I mean, that team has CEH and and was there another chief there? I guess maybe maybe not. But that happened to me in the Run league I won. 
And I went Prescott and Brady. And it was like a bad idea, but it worked out. Okay. So uh, Thursday, 8 o'clock. See you then, Adam. I will be there. Good luck in the rest of this thing. Mike Shope, Adam Krautwurst. This is the deep end. We'll see you on Thursday or next Tuesday for another high stakes discussion. See you then. See you guys.